0: Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and the All Seasons Tabletop Studio, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode is going to be Religious Exemption Affidavit Explained. Now, do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Also, the podcast email is theundiluted truth.podcast at gmail.com. I am Ben. And without any further delay, let's welcome in our host, Mike.
1: Hey, how are you doing, Ben? I'm doing great. Yeah, once again, good afternoon. It's great to be here with all of you rock tumblers and true seekers. And we are in the midst of going through how to fill out all of the paperwork. We've we've done a lot of groundwork, and we've gone over a request form, and we're getting, getting ready to go into an actual affidavit for religious exemption from the COVID 19 jab. And of course, in our documentation, we're, we're listing it as a vaccine just to be kind, uh, not necessarily yeah, yeah. accurate, but uh, you can do what you want. You could list it really as a jab. I mean, it just depends on how far you want to go with your own uh, ver- <laughs> verbiage and vocabulary on your own request. So,
0: yeah, I was going to mention in the last podcast to be totally inclusive. You might want to word it as uh, any vaccine or injection, uh, because if they quote later on deem it just a shot and not a vaccine, well, well, you objected to vaccines. This isn't a vaccine. Well, so I'm just yeah. (laughs) I was like thinking
1: of okay, that might be a loophole. Somebody might try. Well, so well, (laughs) well that that is true, and I, I think for now you could even get into a definition of vaccine, but yeah, didn't mean to get you off topic. No, no. The, the, the man, the main thing is, is they're calling it a COVID-19 vaccination mandate. Yes. Uh, Yes. I I like to take any and every opportunity I can to help educate people, you know, when I can. So if, if that's the way you want to go, I, I think that's fine. So I w- wanted to briefly just explain to those of you that are listening and, and and maybe you're jotting down notes and maybe you have gone to the website that we referenced earlier that was the judgmenthour.org and that is .org sometimes you know you think everything's .com but it is the judgmenthour.org mm. and first of all folks the one that we are going over is tailor-made from the Seventh Day Adventist Church, with their core beliefs. Okay, now most of what we went over, and uh, what I know, crosses many different uh, religions and beliefs. But let's let's for instance say that the one that we went over the last episode was specifically about the request for exemption form or the facts or. In some cases, they 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 simply call it an argument. Basically, right. when it starts off, it's I oppose vaccinations in any form because. Now you can list any of the reasons that you it's you, but you can use what we have given you or what the Judgment Hour has has got up on their website as a template, and that's simply what it is. Even yeah. this affidavit that we're going through, we're going to go through about nineteen. I'm sorry, thirteen different. Uh, uh lines or or uh, phrases of we solemnly declare that and it's about 13 different things that we're going to declare okay yours could be two it could be 22. right so but it's it needs to be what you believe at your respective whether it be a church synagogue uh mosque, whatever it is uh, right. that you believe. Uh, and let's hope that you're not worshiping in a bar. I've been there and tried that. That doesn't work. Uh hmm. I will argue with you all day long on that one. Okay. <laughs> that is now you know that we oh, like to give man. facts about everything. Now that's my opinion. I, I, I <laughs> full Fair full enough. full disclosure. Yeah. Yeah. So and m- many of you know my background, so you know I've done a lot of research when it comes to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> just stay away from that holy yeah. water there. Yeah.
1: Um, but the important thing here is that it it fits. You know, we're giving you templates. You know, that fit what your respective uh, belief is for the most part. And this affidavit is simply a form mm-hmm. that can be used as evidence in a court of law. Right. And that's why it's written this way and that's why we had mentioned in the last episode that you do not necessarily need uh, legally uh, a church leader or whatever.
0: Right. Your employer
1: might require it and if that's the case, you you can look around to see if you can find. There are many uh, out there or many, I say many out there that will do this. There are two, I think, Right now, I can think of two, and and we can list them uh, at, at the end. Online okay. organizations that will actually assist you in in doing that, and and would write this for you or give you guidance. Maybe you don't necessarily right. line up. So. Okay. Anyway, uh, you're not out there alone. We are just trying to help those that that have uh, been sort of left out in the cold. And, and, and we pray that you have not lost your job at this point, but if this is something that you want to do or need to do, and you don't have any assistance, that's what, that's what we're trying to do here for you today. So without any further delay here, uh, let's, let's get to it. All right. Right, right down the pike here. Fastball It's an affidavit for at the very top of the, uh, the form. It, it states affidavit for your name goes right on there. And then it'll read, uh, I, whatever your name is, uh, and I can just say, I'm Mike Farmer on this uh, first day of March uh, 2022. Your address, do sw- solemnly and truly declare that. Number one, I believe that the Word of God, the Bible in the King James Version, you can say "New King James," you can say whatever. You could just simply say the Bible. this reads in the, in, the, in the New King James in the King James is a revelation of God's purpose and will for my life in every way. And as such, I believe that the Word of God is my basis for rule and practice in matters of health and teaches me the way to look after my body and and as such. Now these sort of run together, so I'm going to pause. All right, so the, so we've just gone through two. All right, okay. And going through here, keep in mind these are the things. And of course, if if you listen, you know it's it's referring back to the body. And if you go back to the, the second episode that we did based on the exemption, it gets into your body being the temple, and and we're to take care of that. So. All right, getting on to number three, and it says, And such, I believe that I have been bought with an infinite price, the blood of the Son of God, and therefore belonging to him, and am accountable to him for everything I put into my body. Okay, so if you obviously believe that you have been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross, that you are sort of indebted to him, now, i know i i I love there's Romans toward the end of chapter and well maybe right in the middle of chapter one, but I love what paul says paul Paul states that he is a debtor, right, and what he means by that is Jesus Christ died on the cross, and I feel like that I am indebted and he and he says that he is not ashamed of preaching the gospel and and the word of god and and that's a big statement right there. And you know what, folks, if just standing up and filling out these types of forms, you are basically saying the same thing, that Mm -hmm. I am not ashamed of what I believe, and I want to tell you what I believe and stand on your convictions of why you shouldn't do certain things, such as, Uh, put a jab in your arm that's going to actually put you at risk for other illnesses and even death in some cases. These are just facts. That can be backed up, by the way. And uh, since being born again, saved or baptized, whatever fits uh, uh, your uh, particular belief or whatever, my convictions about health and medicines have significantly and substantially changed now i know many of many of us could say that even afterwards mm-hmm. because personally my convictions about health and medicines has changed yeah it has nothing to do with my you know my church or or my core beliefs it's just that i had other beliefs and other convictions of the health system
0: Okay. Uh, right. And
1: and to be honest with you, I have learned. I've always thought that we you should take care of your body. I know more now because of all of this. So I've looked into it uh, deeply, and, and we we've, we've gone over the immune system and th- that sort of things. But the health system in medicine,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's definitely changed for me uh, without having to be rebaptized or or anything. Right. So, and uh, as a result. Uh, my belief in the Bible, my religious convictions extend to other areas of my life, including the way I dress. We talked about that earlier. We talked about how certain clothing can restrict circulation and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just what you wear, you know. Yeah, that, and also what you put around your face, right. such as mask. Yeah, uh, not just the way I dress, but the way I speak, my roles and responsibilities in the home. Um, that's extremely important, especially if you have children. And my worldview. In addition, because of my faith, I no longer consume certain things. Okay, and we talked about that. That could be any anywhere. You know that we we do, we've discussed uh, certain meats are declared to be unclean. Clean. Uh, there are certain uh, 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 fish in the ocean that are bottom feeders that are actually you know they eat crud. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. so you know, right. so a lot of these things aren't really good for you. And truth be known, uh, and I'm not sure if it's changed, but the number one cause of cholesterol, uh, 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 I guess, high cholesterol, I should say, or bad cholesterol for for years has been lobster. Hmm. You know, they're they're bottom feeders, and you know, I like to I like to say that you know the old devil will get you at any turn because. There was a time when I ate all of that stuff, and I can tell you, lobster is good if you've got the patience to break it apart and all of that other stuff. I mean, but it tastes great—at least it did for my palate. But mm. so we need to—we we need to, you know, watch these things. And the, and this is stated, and and there again, folks, put in what pertains to you um, and how you have changed and developed in your affidavit. I have since developed strong convictions about consuming the flesh of God's creatures. All of these areas of my life have substantially changed since my conversion and not just my opposition to vaccinations only. Okay. That's, that's extremely important. Another area of my life that is influenced by my faith in God's word is my weekly routine as I worship God on your respective day, whatever that may be. You can insert, of course, Seventh-day Adventist, the seventh day, Saturday, and they're worshiping on the Bible Sabbath. So that is one way to say how things have changed for you. Maybe you didn't go to church at all. Maybe you joined a church that has a Friday night service or a Sunday, whatever it is that has changed your life. And in accordance with the keeping of the fourth commandment, I do all my household duties and responsibilities from whatever those other six days are and in the Seventh-day Adventist churches from Sunday to Friday, so I can worship God and rest on the day he commanded, which is Saturday, the Sabbath. I was vaccinated as an infant, and in my childhood, my parents, and again, as a as an infant and in my childhood by my parents. And again, I don't think I I need to, that wording almost (laughs) makes it sound like your parents vaccinated you, but as you were under the control of your parents, you were vaccinated as a young, and as a young adult, I took vaccines without objection prior to my conversion. Now, whatever fits, you might not have ever had one since you were two or three years old. That's fine. List it there is what has happened and then since what has changed, okay, since you were converted. That's, you know, that's very important. Mm -hmm. And here we're listing that in the line item number seven. And through my study of the Bible, I have found that God commands us to take care of our bodies, and we went through this on a couple of different uh, episodes in a specific and exclusive way that is at odds with the principles of vaccination. These specific and exclusive ways include following the Levitical laws of practicing cleanliness, sanitation, and hygiene. You're finding these things, and you list them. I mean, let's educate them, and let's show them that you you do these things, because remember, if we can't show you what we do or what we don't do through the Bible, then we should take a hard look at it. And you're just doing that in this form here, in this affidavit. Leviticus uh, 15, Leviticus 14, Leviticus 5, Deuteronomy 23. These are the uh, books of the Bible that pertain to the laws of cleanliness, sanitation, and hygiene, uh, and the eating of herb of the field and the fruit of the trees as commanded by God himself. Daniel in Revelation, Ezekiel, Psalms, and Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, Psalms 104, Ezekiel 47 and and that's that's where these are. So I would I would pick the things out that you want to put down and list them. Once again, this is a template, but it's important that you list the scriptures that you're pertaining as you're uh writing out what your uh, the changes in in the beliefs are today uh as as opposed to when when you were unconverted let's say want to keep this as basic and as say, simple as as we can so and moving through uh the philosophy of vaccination and we're in number nine now I, uh, the philosophy of vaccination is in direct contradiction to the bible as all vaccines contain unnatural adjuvants that aggravate the immune system to uh illicit and manufactured immune response. These adjuvants bypass the fine line of defense of the immune system, and that's nose, mouth, and digestive tract, and enter the blood and pollute the blood, which is in violation of the health principles of the Bible, which teach that the life health is in the blood. And you'll find that in Leviticus chapter 17. The blood brings life, nutrients, nutrients, Oxygen and healing properties in every organ, thereby verifying the intimate relationship revealed by God in the purity of the blood and the health of the body. So there is an there is an intimate relationship between God and all of us. He is our Creator. As such, is it my earnest conviction to? Follow these principles in keeping the blood free from unnatural substance. Absolutely, it is. Okay, moving on. Vaccines either contain aborted baby cells or are used in their such a development of vaccines, which is in direct violation of the sixth commandment of God's laws. And you find those that list in Exodus. Chapter 20, in addition, I believe that life starts at conception and the practice of abortion and using abortive baby cells in medicine or other products goes against my religious beliefs. Now, if you don't believe that, then don't put it down. Um, th- th- these are things that what I know of most Christians, <laughs> they believe that abortion and the killing of innocent babies in the womb where god has already started to develop these human beings that is a that is an atrocity and a sin and we don't believe that even if a vaccination does not contain these cells or these cells were not used in the research and development of vaccines it would be impossible for me to know with any certainty regarding their incorporation in vaccination because of this prevalent practice, and of course, we also know that in disclosure and uh, uh, the consent that you're you know that you're not uh, informed consent that you're not getting on these vaccines you you don't know what's in these things, but we do know that some of them, and that's why they're saying in this particular line item that you're not we can't say that with certainty. Moving on to number 11, vaccines are attenuated. Now, this is the definition, through unclean animals, which the Bible forbids the intake of in any way, in saying, the soul that shall touch any unclean thing as the uncleanness of man or any unclean beast or any abominable unclean thing, and eat of the flesh of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which pertain unto the Lord, even that soul shall be cut off from his people and also touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. Once again, this is a, this is a, a dietary clean and unclean meat. If you don't believe that, then by all means, don't put that down. But if you do excellent, a uh, 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 scripture references here is Leviticus seven and Corinthians six. Okay. Well, <laughs> Here on the last two, for all these reasons, the practice of vaccination is in direct opposition of my strong religious convictions. And due to my belief in the Bible as God's word to me personally, I cannot with clear conscience allow anything to be introduced into my body that is biblically unclean and that would pollute my blood and body and mind and the con and that contradicts the bible principles of health and god's natural remedy remedial i'm sorry agencies i believe that knowingly disobeying god's express commands in regard to health and rebellious in rebellion against god which grieves the spirit of my god and separates me from his presence which in turn would grieve me deeply and cause me severe anguish of mind and heart now if if you are a firm believer and you do believe these things and it doesn't matter what these things are. We all hold hard convictions. And you may never think of, have thought about it in this way, but there are times when you're asked to do things. I know that there's people out there that are you're asked to do things. And you think to yourself before you give an answer or act, you go, my gosh, he's really going to ask me that or she's really going to ask me that on your job. And you're like, I don't believe that. I don't believe in doing that. And there's a lot of people that are, are being Painted into a corner to to be part of things that they don't believe in in the medical field, but think about those things. And if you firmly don't believe them, write them down in an affidavit because the, the this is almost uh, this is a testimony of what you believe. And keep in mind, folks, it can and you know and and could be used in a court of law. You know by all means. So the, I guess the benefit of this is if you're still turned down, what you can do is you can take this affidavit and say, they this is my affidavit, this is what, it, you know, my religious belief, and they've rejected it. Now, your attorney, if you choose to sue, whether I'm going to sue to keep my job or maybe get hired, this can be used as evidence because you've laid it out and they've turned it down. Number 13. Now, I ask you to please exempt me from the vaccination requirements. The First Amendment of the United States Constitution states, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Your request that I receive a vaccination would prohibit me from the free exercise of my sincerely held religious beliefs. That totally goes dead set against the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, without the shadow of a doubt. So, I therefore kindly ask that you exempt me from this requirement and that you approve this request in accordance with the liberty of conscience established under the Constitution that was so preciously preserved in the founding documents of this nation. These principles therein contained receive the approbation of God in his blessings— that have been that have made this country such a prosperous beacon of liberty for all the nations of the world to follow. The end. So that pretty much wraps that up. I hope that gives you an idea. I don't know, uh I, I like the way it finishes because it gives it gives all of the religious reasonings mm-hmm. and then it ties them all to the First Amendment. Right. Which our Constitution says that we cannot make a law or or establish a law that goes against any religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. So that, I, I like the way that template is laid out once again. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we've made it fairly clear. Uh, a lot of different things. And you might go, wow, he didn't even mention this or that. Some of you guys might have, uh, there again, there are templates. if. If I were to maybe go through here, I might change a few words, which I sort of did just off the cuff here, going through this, but make it fit what you sincerely believe right. and make it valid, right? And um, I would, I would sincerely study before you, and and I don't mean study for weeks upon end. I know you got you know if you're if you're backed in a corner and you need to get something to someone to keep your job or maybe you you're looking to get to get hired uh, we know you've got families to feed and and so forth so get with someone get your thought process together and believe me folks once you once you get a clear understanding of where these things are in the bible you can stand on them they're going to become clear to you and when you're asked you can without sometimes even going you'll know you'll know the scripture you'll the book yeah you know, and when, and when i say book you'll know whether it's leviticus genesis daniel corinthians you'll say hey that's it. and you might not know the exact verse but mm-hmm. you can say hey in the book of corinthians and that that sort of gets you started but the main thing is is that you believe the things you believe and you can tell anyone out there, especially your prospective employers, that I do this because I don't do this because and right, use exactly. the use the Bible as your guide. Once yeah. again, the judgmenthour.org has uh, lots of good information. So um if you have any questions for us, Ben's gonna tell you where you can send those too.
0: oh yeah, yeah, um you can send those questions to the undiluted truth podcast at gmail dot com and uh while I'm taking a turn on the mic here um i I was gonna make a little short comment uh when you were talking about uh, lobster and, and that it was really tasty, but it's like an unclean meat. I was gonna say, well, if the the forbidden fruit in the garden of eden was probably very tasty um i'm sure but uh you see where that led yes
1: anyway yeah so no abs- ab- absolutely <laughs> you know? and and you know and again in the same manner it's not like that's the only thing out there for us to eat you know no, and, no. and in the garden there were all the other trees that were in, you know all the other food right, right. that was in the garden god only asked the one right you know, don't do not eat of this tree. So yeah. I think we could all still make it very easily without eating lobster and a couple of other things. There's plenty of food out there.
0: Yeah. It's just different. Let's right. face
1: it. It's just different. And it's, it's, you know, heck, I know that there's more athletes now, just, you know, that's another part of, uh, my upbringing life. I was an athlete for a long time. Uh, Probably uh, golf is about as as good as it gets now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, hey, do, man, I do, I do throw, I do throw, good, I do throw the ball for the dogs uh, from time to time. Okay. But uh, anyway, a lot of plant based diets out yeah. there with with some NBA guys and and NFL guys, and and the studies are showing they're stronger than and healthier as they take their vitals than you know than right. the other guys. So, well, pretty cool stuff. Yeah,
0: well, I, I was just going to mention that. I mean, I, I believe at least God's people before the flood, um, the diet was all vegetarian or vegan, vegan slash vegetarian. I don't know if they, you know, did eggs back then. That's whatever. But uh, most likely, kind of veganish. But um, it wasn't till after the flood because there was no vegetation that meat. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm trying to be quick because I know we're all about out of time here, but my point is, like, if you look at the Bible and you look at the, um, like, uh, how how long people lived before the flood, and then you look at how long people lived after the flood, once right. they were allowed to eat, quote, meat, whether right. that be clean or not, once they were allowed to eat meat, within, I think it was like, three or five generations, or less, I, it was like three generations, I think, they went from like 600 to 900 years Mm-hmm. living down to about 150 yeah and then it was so the yeah. only real change there was
1: diet diet yeah, yeah and and we're not sure when you said you know they were allowed um now they they could have always eaten it they could have always eaten the meat because they had to kill they had to kill True, animals not, for for covering you know yeah
0: okay you know. yeah i'm not sure uh where people so. get the allowed um yeah. I don't know if that's from well, it's you,
1: instruction by God, God. Right, you know, so it, it, I,
0: I take that as you were supposed to eat vegetation from the beginning anyway. Because yeah, in the that, in that, the garden you were not killing animals for, but, you know, in the yeah. Garden of Eden. So that's how I'm taking it. So yeah, you,
1: you were allowed because there's no vegetation, so you got to right. eat something. So today, yeah, as far as being allowed or in agreement, God still does not want us right. to eat anything that is harmful to us now we have Correct. plenty of vegetation we do today yeah. there's no need for any meat mm-hmm. none even yeah. though so the clean and unclean was made specifically for that time without the vegetation right. because of what god told noah to put on the ark right there was more yeah. clean animals seven yes. of of yes. each The unclean was only two. Correct. Yes. And you say, well, why was there more? Well, because those were going to be eaten, and they need to sort of replenish. So that was the plan. But now, totally uh, plant-based diet. But there again, we're on a planet. That is full of corruption, and there is yeah, all kinds of pesticides right, right. and all kinds of hormones and stuff. It just, it just almost really
0: a, almost anything is te- you could say is unclean these days. Yeah,
1: poor things are going on with all the foods today. So uh, yeah, anyway, man. well, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, hope hopefully on the exemption uh, topic that that has helped you. Yes. And uh, please do your research. Go on uh, once again to judgmenthour.org and look that information up and and seek it. There, there is a lot of other topics on there other than this. Please utilize that particular website; it's awesome. So, all right, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up here, Ben. We'll all right. go to the Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, once again, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for all of the many ways that you have thought ahead to provide for us, whether it be uh, through clothing. Through food, uh, whether it be uh, you know vegetation, or you know in, in, in poor cases, uh, you know, my goodness, we you know we sort of have to do what we need to do to survive, but that's that's the minority. Um, we, you have you have given us and blessed us so much. and Lord, here in this country. We we take that for granted. So we just want to take a moment and lift up up those in other countries that we say here, well, we're not allowed. uh, We can eat this. We should eat that. And we still, most of us, have the freedom and the money to spend and and pretty much purchase what we want, whether it be good for us or bad for us. But there's others in countries that, that are far from the United States that these folks are struggling. So, Lord we want to lift them up in prayer and may your spirit be felt there. May they receive all of the help that they need. May they seek and hunger and thirst after your righteousness for Lord, when it's all said and done, we want to be prepared and ready to go home. When you return, we thank you again for this platform. We thank you again for all of those around the country And the world that are standing up for your truth and and seeking it by turning over every rock that it takes to find the undiluted truth. And we ask and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen.